so um, one thing I didn't realize, um, if somebody stumbles upon this podcast, like on iTunes or whatever, because they search for parenting or whatever, uh-huh. or if they're just really bored and... Let's hope it's the latter. <laughs> yeah. Um, people might not have any idea who we are. That's true. Well, it's not like you should know. We're nobodies. <laughs> but like... A little background. Um, well, even just names, like... Oh. I uh, listen to podcasts, and every podcast, people introduce themselves so well, we should probably do that yeah well my name's lorenzo <laughs> and i'm Lindsay. And hi hi we know each other's names we know each other well we've been married for eight years mm-hmm. um and this is our podcast <laughs> we have yeah. three kids um i think we have one download yippee <laughs> whoever you are thanks probably my brother or me my, my, <laughs> myself wow i think i'm my biggest fan you and donald trump mm-hmm. donald trump's my fan no donald trump's his own biggest fan okay um yeah so we yeah i guess some background would probably be good since people listening to this might be like what a bunch of weirdos or mm-hmm. who cares about their life and that's true who cares but the point is we're doing this for fun mm-hmm. and we're really doing it for us it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, I, I it's hope... It's not you, it's us. It's not you, it's us. I like to... I mean, I, I record my voice all the time. <laughs> Are you recording the sound of your voice? I am recording the sound of my voice, yes. Oh my gosh. And I hope that my kids or their kids or whoever will stumble upon this recording and say, Wow, my great-great-grandparents were really strange. And they had a podcast. And they had a podcast. We don't even get that now. I mean, we just get weird pictures of people that look super angry mm-hmm. when we look at our great-great-grandparents. Yeah. Like, I mean, and rightfully so. They were living during, like, the Depression. So yeah. I can understand why they'd be a little miffed. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to a podcast called Don't Feed the Trolls. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one guy from a band I used to love in high school called The Classic, or maybe it was college, The Classic Crime. Yeah. And then another guy from the band called... Oh, what is it called? They were called... Man, I'm drawing a blank. But you know what? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just I had a funny thought just mm-hmm. now. So I was thinking about, you know how people in our parents' generation, like musicians, when they get old, they tour like casinos and stuff? Mm-hmm. And state fairs? Musicians that are our parents. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, musicians that are like our generation that are getting older just start mm-hmm. podcasts. That's like the new the new gig. So run that by me again. So, like, musicians went, like, that were in their prime when our parents were younger. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're still in the music industry or they're still in their careers right now. Right. A lot of them are, like, unless they're super famous, are touring, like, casinos. Yeah. And, like, state fairs and, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. random spots like that. Summerfest in the Northeast Heights. Um, okay. <laughs> which was fun last year. Was it? I didn't go. But you I did. thought you went. Nope. Okay. Anyway. Um... But yeah, so they're doing that. But musicians from our generation mm-hmm. that are like getting a little bit older, mm-hmm. they are not touring casinos. They're starting podcasts. <laughs> like that's their gig. That's kind of true. I like know. like it's Emery like the new and wave. Emery and MXPX and the Classic Crime and New Wave musician retirement. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's uh, but very we are true. neither musicians nor are we retired. No, but we definitely like to talk. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, this is like our our fun sort of thing and yeah my mom thought it was really cool 
Yeah, she was eavesdropping on our um, Gone Fishing yeah. podcast when we were sitting out by the creek. She's yeah. like, oh, you guys are so sweet. You guys were just talking about some really sweet things. And I was I, like, I wish my mom sounded like that. How much did you hear? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> did you hear all of it? Yeah. She was just funny. Um, but that might be why podcasts are popular, too, because how many times have you eavesdropped on somebody at the grocery store? Well, that, that's this is the point I was getting at. Um, the don't feed the trolls. Mm-hmm. The trolls. The trolls. The trolls. Don't feed them trolls. <laughs> don't feed the trolls. <laughs> uh, podcast. Wow. We've got a winner tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Well, it's better than last night's. <laughs> That's true. We started a podcast last night, and then we ended up getting into an argument, and we deleted it. Yeah. We can talk Although, about more of that in just a second. It probably would have been funny to Because it, to. I did want to talk about that. Oh, great. Am I in um, trouble? You are in trouble. Hmm. No. Um... The Don't Feed the Trolls podcast. They um, were talking about how podcasts, like th- these are just two dudes who are just talking about random stuff, kind of like how me and you mm-hmm. are doing it. Except for we're not two dudes. No, we're not two dudes. We're a dude. And what's, what are you? I know you're a girl, but what, what's. I'm a lady. A lady. A woman. I like lady um, better. Lady sounds more like, a little more streetwise than like woman. Okay. You know? I always thought woman was like strong, meant mm, like strong. I'm yeah, a woman. yeah. I mean it is, but I just prefer the term lady. You're my rib. Please don't. You're, do my, that. you're my rib. I'm not what if a I took chicken a, sandwich. What if I took a picture of both sandwich. of us and I said, "Me and my rib." I'd say, "Let's talk about separation." Mm-hmm. And you probably didn't mean what you said about strong women if you're referring to me as your rib. That's true. No, I I, I follow this. Uh, woman I'm all over the place tonight yeah I follow this woman on Twitter her name is Stephanie Drury I think um <clears throat> but she's uh she's a feminist and she makes fun of people oh and original. one of the um things she was making fun of was men who well one post pictures of their wife and say take a look at my smoking hot wife and like do like the fire emoji yeah look, like, at, look at my trophy like my smoking hot wife. Yeah. And I might be guilty of maybe doing that. I don't know. But when have you ever done that? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I feel a bit weird calling you smoking hot. Like, I don't want people to, like, be well, checking you out. Uh, that's... Well, maybe, I mean, whatever. They can check you out, I guess. <laughs> but I'm not, like, going to advertise you. Thank you. Thank you for not putting me into inadvertent prostitution. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. Maybe that's why she was making fun of those men. I am not a call girl. Well, the... And you should not be advertising me. Check out my wife's cleavage. Objectifying me so that other men will be jealous because that's weird. That's like, that's about you and your insecurity as a man, not me being smoking hot. Mm -hmm. Word. Uh, And then the other thing she was making fun of people for was like men posting a picture of of them and their wife and saying like, I'm so like blessed to have my rib or something. Wait, was it hashtag blessed? It probably was actually. Oh, that was like my biggest pet peeve because it's a humble brag and I hate that crap. Sorry. It's all good. I say side note a lot because I have a lot of side notes in my head, like asides from what you're saying. My whole life's a side note. It's like the footnotes. You know how you have Mm -hmm. to use like the footnotes when you're writing a paper in college? Basically my whole paper is like footnotes. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbit holes. Half the book would be just like me referencing other stuff in the back. Lindsay's rabbit holes. Yeah. Sounds yeah. kind of dirty. Um, what? Whatever. Okay. Uh, I have no idea what we're talking about. Oh, Don't yeah. Don't feed them trolls. <clears throat> so they they think that maybe 
podcasts are popular because um, people eavesdrop. People like to eavesdrop. I mean, I've I've never liked to eavesdrop. I feel I feel kind of awkward, but I don't know. Do you? Um, sometimes I do. Um, yeah, it's more like I catch myself doing it, and I'm like, oh wait, that's not your business. Um, today I was at Humble Coffee. They're humbly delicious, mm-hmm. and there was a little boy and a girl behind me, and the girl was talking to him about all the pastries and how delicious they were, and I said. Wait, are you talking about children? A boy no. and a girl? There was a little boy, like a like mm-hmm. a seven year old child, and then there was a girl who was probably eighteen or nineteen mm-hmm. watching him. And she was telling him about the pastries. You could tell it was like a summer job for her. Okay. And um like a big sister, big brother type deal? They weren't related, but yeah. Um and I, I kinda chimed in and said, You know, the donuts are delicious. Hmm. And I just kinda looked at the seven year old, like made eye contact with him. I think I might have freaked him out a little, like Stranger Danger. Did you have like one eyebrow raised? <laughs> the donuts are delicious. <laughs> Maybe. So yeah, I don't know why. I just but I was eavesdropping on their conversation about pastries because pastries play a big part of my life. I actually dreamt about them last night. So it's a good deal. Um, shout out to Carrie, Sean's wife. Uh, mm-hmm. You were in my dream, and you were making the donuts and the pastries hmm. in my dream. So I nice. just want you to know that. Nice. And then shout out to our friends Mike and Jenna. I was eating the pastries that Carrie was making with you guys. So it was a good dream. It was great. Hmm. Just like hanging out with friends. That's wonderful. <laughs> eating pastries. Yeah. <sighs> Very nice. That's a that's a fun fun dream story. <laughs> yeah. I dream every night. Yeah. They get weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I could tolerate you more tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So, if if you've been in a relationship for longer than, I don't know when does when does the like lovey dovey stage end? When did it? How long? How long did our lovey dovey stage last? Probably like a week. (laughs) Was there a week? No, I don't know. Um, Like, I want to say six months. Yeah, six months is sort of like when reality starts to set in, and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this is life now. Right. Okay. Like you do snore, and I, it's not so cute now. Yeah, so the first six months, you're like, oh, how cute, he's snoring. Oh, he's snoring, he's so tired. Now you, like, now you punch wanna... me in the face. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. I have to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. There, there are times when we um, just absolutely cannot, like, tolerate each other, right? Yeah, no, that's... Like, that, and that was yesterday. We tried to we tried to do a little podcast yesterday, but there are factors in the day that, I guess, made me in a bad mood, and for you, you were in a bad mood, and... I'm not gonna we point started. out like mm-hmm. like why or how you're in a bad mood, but I do wanna I wanna mm-hmm. say it, but I won't I won't say it because I'm trying to be kind well, here. I, I I forgot, so it's oh, all good. good. Okay. But anyway, yeah, we I'm gonna save the recording. I'm not gonna publish it because uh-huh. it make people. You're gonna hold it against me later, like no. You're gonna really big one. You're gonna be like, I'm gonna publish that podcast. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, no. All our devoted fans are going to listen to us. They're going to cry themselves to sleep because their whole image is going to be shattered. I like to pretend like I might have a fan. <laughs> your kids are your fans. Actually, oh yeah. Yeah, it's funny about Luke, actually. I have a funny story about that. Okay. So we're watching Moana, and um, Luke said, I, I like Maui. And I was like, oh, cool. You like Maui? I was like, Maui's kind of fat, isn't he? And he's like, no, he's, he's not fat. He's, I was like, I was like, oh well, what is he? He's like, he has muscles. He's majestic, dude. I was like, cool. He's also and got then, uh, a mystery factor. So then I asked him, I was like, well, is is dad fat or does dad have muscles? And he's like, and I, I for sure was thought he was gonna say dad's fat. 
He was like, no. That's a trick question. Though. But he was like, Dad has muscles. And I was like, yeah, you damn right. You damn right. <laughs> I'm like Maui up in here. Ship shafter. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a father to son, like, bro conversation that mm-hmm. I, I will never really understand. I'm starting to have bro conversations with Luke. Yeah? I taught him something today, and it was like a father-son thing. Like, we were having water fights in our little waiting pool. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, buddy, we got to stop now. And no more water fights. I'm going to shake your hand, and you say truce. And what it means to say truce is that means we're friends now, and we're not going to water fight. Um, and he didn't know how to shake hands, and I taught him how to shake hands. What's up? Oh, I thought I heard a baby. Sorry. Oh. We're outside in our swing. Mm-hmm. Can you hear the crickets? Yeah. There are, <laughs> there are crickets out. And patio lights. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, he, he wanted to know what a bookmark is for. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well... So I was showing him, and, and he, he said... This is at bedtime tonight. He's like, Mom, did you know that I have a science book that I need to study? Hmm. And I was like, really... And then he pulls out this, like, National Geographic, like, almanac of science. And I was like, whoa, you are not messing around just now. Like, you were legit serious. Did he pull out his oak desk? You know what he told me? He's like, this is the Bible of science. (laughs) And I was like, did you just think it was a Bible because it was, like, a really Mm -hmm. big book? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) And so then I showed him how to use bookmarks. Nice. And he's like, Mom, you have to see these, like, funny Americans. There's, like, this funny American page. And I was like, funny American page? What? I think grandma taught him what American is. Well, so here's the funny thing. It's like a couple pages of all the presidents of the United States. Mm-hmm. And he was like pointing at certain ones. And he's like, man, they look so funny. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they do. Too bad they didn't have 45 in there. Oh, What? 45? Trump? Yeah, he's 45. He the was four- in there. Oh, was he? Yeah. And the, Wait. the caption... <laughs> The caption next to his picture was, Donald Trump likes cherry ice cream. Hmm. And I'm like, is that a fact? Were all the other ones like noble quotes? Yeah, basically. Like, so-and-so fought a bear with his bare hands. Bare hands. And then it's like, Donald Trump likes ice cream. Nice. Oh, dear. (laughs) Dear, dear. I was cracking up. So I showed him how to bookmark. Yeah. And he, like, learned what that meant. And he was, like, pretty stoked about it. Mm-hmm. But then he wanted to do every page. Like, just bookmark it and close the book and then yeah. open it. And I was like, no, no, no. We don't have to do this. It's not how it works. Yeah. He was so. excited about his bookmark, though. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We went to Chuck E. Cheese. That's a.k.a. Hell for Parents. Yeah. Tonight. I saw on the little advertisement thing um, that they have, like, Sundays is a non-sensory day for, like, kids with autism. At Chuck E. Cheese? At Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. And I'm like... I want to go to that day. So they turn all the sound off? They took, they turn all the sounds off. And, and all the, the lights? And the lights. Yeah. The lights are off. The sounds are off. It's like a quiet like environment so with people like who can chunky, handle kids with special needs. Chuck E. Cheese with no sound and no lights? Yes. Sounds amazing. That sounds like Chuck E. Cheese when it's closed. It sounds awesome because anytime I go to Chuck E. Cheese, it, like it, when I'm done, I feel like my head's going to explode because there's like ringing happening. Yeah, but, like, the lights are half the fun of the games. Like, I mean, mm. and then they, like, vibrate, you know, those shooting games. Like mm. that pirate one we were playing tonight. Mm. That was pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. You were so not interested in the pirate game. It was fun. Luke just wanted to play it over and over. Yeah, Riley but... just wanted to shoot ducks and um, ride a horse. And I'm worried he's going to grow up to live in Moriarty now mm. for tonight. 
So, yeah. You know. Well, I'll support him whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And thanks for shaming me about eating extra ice cream cake. That was awesome. You're welcome. Do you want to fight again? I kind of do we about the fight. ice cream cake. We should fight can a I just lot. Under- can, I just, whoa, can I just justify? Not even justify. Can I explain myself to you? Maybe I'm justifying. But mm-hmm. we shared one slice between you, me, our two-year-old son, and our one-year-old. Right. Four of us shared one slice. Okay. Everybody else got their own slice, so I don't see what me having one other slice really does. Because technically, I only had like a quarter of a slice anyway. Cool. I didn't care one way or the other. Except for I said, I want more, and you're like, you no, do. No, I just, I, I heard them kind of talking about there was a last slice, and I didn't. Whatever. Anyway, it's not important. I no feel like this importante. ice cream cake is going to like carry some guilt for a while. No es importante. It's not ice cream cake, it's guilt cake. Okay, cool. Whatever, enjoy your beer. Um, I kind of am. It's really strong, though. You know what I realized after I poured it is that it's made by Abita. Mm-hmm. They're not my favorite. Like, Where's Abita? California? I'm not sure. I can't remember. But hmm. I just know that they do, like, the blue... I think it's, like, the blueberry beer. Mm-hmm. Um, they just... Their beers tend to be... Or the purple haze beer. I can't remember. Right. They just tend to be heavier on the flavoring. Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know. I just it gave me a headache, and then I'm allergic to sulfites, and so some beers make me feel yucky, and right. that one did. Well, this beer is like, it's a very strong beer. It was aged in, it, no, it was something with aged like oak, oak barrels. barrels, like whiskey oak barrels. So I can definitely, bourbon. oh yeah, bourbon, yeah, and coffee, um, which sounds awesome, but I feel like it's just a little bit too much. Yeah, because coffee is an intense flavor, but so is bourbon, and together, what is she? Uh, she has a towel. Is that a towel? That's it's, a, it's a towel. I'm going to grab it. So she Please do, because that's like one of our new towels that I just bought. <sighs> this is why we can't have nice things. Seriously. Oh. I like buy a new towel like once every five years. And of course, the one that I buy like last week is the one that's outside getting destroyed by our dog. Yeah, she was just having fun. I don't care. I, I don't. Did you get towels for graduation when you were in high school? No. I got towels. I didn't know if that was like a thing, but everybody think, gave me towels. I think it is like like it's like you're gonna live on your own, so you gotta be prepared, and this is something you probably aren't thinking about. So here you go. I was like wondering what was that. <laughs> you know, somebody when I graduated gave me this like. Our dog apparently thinks that something is up. She's like looking up in the tree, Penny. And barking. It's okay, Penny. So yeah, somebody gave me like a. It was like a college devotional book. And I was like, okay, this is like probably the worst graduation present ever. Yeah. Like straight to savers with you. Yeah. Like no, no college kid, or no college kid, no high school kid when they graduate is like, yes. Did you get that book, uh, somebody moved my cheese or something? No, my parents gave you that, huh? Somebody gave it's me It's fine. That You're book. not going to hurt my feelings because I wouldn't agree No, I think somebody. my Aunt Carmen gave me that. Do you, did you ever find out who moved your cheese? I didn't even read the book. So your cheese is still missing? Um, I guess so. <laughs> okay. But I and maybe people oh, my church gave me a Bible. To make like sure. you like you didn't just to make sure. Yeah. Like you didn't have one already the whole time you were going there. Mm-hmm. Um Man, our dogs are definitely not having it tonight. Yeah. It's but, really uh, it's really hot out here. It is kinda of warm, isn't it? Like for being penny. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Man, she's really freaking. She out. gets spooked. 
Yeah, which is funny because if she was actually confronted with something, she's kind of a chicken, but. Mm-hmm. But like. She's an intimidating bark. That's why we keep which her around. Which is something that you need in Albuquerque. Yeah, no joke. Mm-hmm. You know what was astounding to me is like when we were in Portland, and I forgot about this because this is kind of how I grew up too, but people don't really like lock their doors that much. Like they do sometimes, but it's like if you're going out of town, lock your door, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's just not, it's like an afterthought. It's not something that people are like neurotic about. Mm-hmm. And then here it's like you can't get away with that. Like you have to lock everything up all the time. Penny. So I just kind of forgot about that. It was it was weird. I like forgot that that's how I grew up. Like we didn't lock our door, you know? Nope. It was just like, whatever. I don't think we locked our door at Moriarty well, or Santa Fe. Hmm. But I do remember one time in Santa Fe, somebody broke into our house like while we were sleeping. That's really scary. Did I tell you that? I think you mentioned it to me once, but that's super scary. So. Oh my gosh. Um, I would kill somebody if they. I came think into I might house. have actually even been in the bed with my parents because I was afraid, kind of like. What it does to us? Uh-huh. Penny. I wonder if there's like a cat over there. And she... No, she just kind of like sees shadows and she gets freaked out. Penny, we here. do hear you. Bring her over here so I can pet her. Penny. Um, it's not kids. So, I think I might have been in the bed with my parents, mm-hmm. and um, we kind of opened our eyes and there was a shadowy figure like standing above my mom, uh. and. My mom, I, I think she she thought that even, like, the guy's, like, pants were unzipped. Oh, creepy. And she woke up and screamed. And my dad got up and, you know, I don't know, said what dad said. I would have been like, what the yeah. F? Get the yeah. F out of my house. Um, and so That's he ran so out. Scary, we called the cops and Santa Fe Police Department came and they, they dusted her fingerprints. And Did they, they ever at, catch him? I have no idea, but it was freaky. Um, and they looked at uh, footprints I guess it had rained. Santa Fe gets really good rain in the summer, and I, I kind of miss that actually. But it had just rained, and so they were looking at the footprints and stuff. Like they got detectives out there. Jeez. But, now it's funny because the police department like wouldn't do anything about that. I mean, they they would, but like they're so bogged down with other stuff that it would be sort of like they'd probably send like a service aide to do it. They'd just be like, well, we probably won't find them, but we'll come by anyway. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold Penny like a dog. Like a, like like a, a dog. Well, like a baby she dog. is a dog. Baby dog. Baby dog. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh, yeah. She definitely is needy. <laughs> Ridiculous. But yeah, it was, it was pretty freaky. I keep feeling like I'm getting bit by mosquitoes, and I, I don't know why. Because they, I don't know, there shouldn't really be any. But yeah, that would freak me out. Um, one time when we were dating, I think. I think mm-hmm. we were dating. Maybe we were just married. We were living on our house. <laughs> on our house. Not in it. We um, lived on top of the house. Yeah. No, we were living in our house downtown in Albuquerque. In a nicer neighborhood, east downtown. Um, and I, you had gone... You were laying on the couch taking a nap. And I was like, I'm going to go for a run. Because I was going through a phase where I was like, running is fun. I don't know. I was probably drunk because running is not fun. Um... And I decided to go for a run, and I didn't have anywhere to put my phone. So I, like, I didn't have any pockets. So I'm like, it's fine. I'm just going to go, like, down the block a little bit, and then I'll come back because I'm not a great runner, and I'm just going to kill some time and, like, just get a little exercise while Lorenzo takes a nap. And I'm downtown by this hotel, and some creepy guy, like, literally, like, tried to push me up against a wall, and I kicked him in his balls. 
Like, Did you actually kick him? Yes, I actually kicked him. Um, well, I need him, and then I kicked him. I remember him. this. It was terrifying. We, were we dating? I We were, were either dating or married. I don't remember. But I was, like, shaking. But I was so freaked out, and I just kicked him. Like, I kicked him as hard as I could. Hmm. Um, and I went inside the hotel lobby, and I didn't, like... He was... He was he was definitely like a junkie. Like hmm. I think he was probably going to try to mug me or he was just super out of it. I don't really know. Um, but I, I freaked out and the lady's like, do you want me to call the police? And I was just kind of in shell shock. And I was like, no, it's oh. fine. Like nothing happened. Like, I mean, I probably should have, but I was too freaked out to even like give a description, you know? <laughs> so I was just like, no, I'm just going to wait here for a little bit and then I'm going to go home. And so, like, I waited for probably, like, an hour in that lobby just waiting because I didn't have my phone. No. And I went home. You didn't home. have your flip phone? No. <laughs> but I was freaked out because it, it's that easy. Like, it's, I mean, it's yeah. the one time I didn't have my phone, like, something crappy happened. Mm-hmm. You know? That was when, I think you had, like, the Switchblade phone, so you didn't, ha- you weren't using it for music. But, yeah, that's, that is kind of scary. Yeah. Well, I was working at, um... Where was I? I don't even remember where I was working, but I just, it was cool to me though, that like my first reflex was to kick him. Yeah. Like, like instead of like allowing something to happen, my first instinct was to like go at him. Mm-hmm. So I did, but it was still scary. Like that is scary. Yeah. yeah. And you don't think, I mean, you don't think about those types of things. It was like a Sunday afternoon and downtown is right. pretty dead. It is pretty dead. Albuquerque's downtown is pretty, like it's I mean, no I hope, I, I really do hope it gets better, but there's like no threat on a Sunday usually. Mm-hmm. I mean, Usually. But. No. And I, I've always felt safe in Albuquerque. Like, I really have. Um, the only places I don't really feel super safe is, like, Central and Wyoming. Yeah, that's a really But they did get rid of the, the bus stop, which is good. Yeah, um, that's, that's when I worked in case management, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a really big corner for prostitution. There's a pizza hut there. And sex and trafficking. I, yeah, I used to work at Pizza Hut on Zuni in Washington, and... Yeah. Um, Sometimes we would run out of dough, and they'd be like, "Hey, can you drive over to Wyoming and Central Pizza and just grab grab a case of dough?" I'm like, oh, "Do I have to? I'm kind of freaked like, out. I don't want to get mugged. I might get stabbed there. or knifed. Although you I, did I guess get stabbed and knifed is the same thing. Like knife point or gunpoint? Um, I got robbed at gunpoint Ugh. once. That's terrible. When I was there. and then and then again when we when we first got married. That's terrible. I so can't... I've been robbed at gunpoint twice, which is kind of freaky. Yeah. Um, and I always stand up for Albuquerque. I'm like, oh, it's not that bad here. Like, I got robbed, got robbed again point twice. <laughs> twice. Only two times. But I, but pizza delivery drivers are like easy targets. They always have cash on them. But why do you have to hate on pizza delivery drivers? Like, they bring your pizza. Don't yeah. be an asshole. You but know? If you're if you really really want your opiate fix, like you're yeah. gonna do whatever. I, you're preaching to the choir, yeah. bro. I yeah. worked in social services. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was in San Francisco? Uh, maybe. So it's this isn't like violence or anything, but me and Joe mm-hmm. and a couple of our friends from the marching band. Yeah, that's right. I was in the marching band. Yes, you tell me every time. Um, you should be impressed. I'm by the way, impressed. we were walking in San Francisco. I have no idea where, but it was definitely. This might have even been the first time I've experienced like a big city. Yeah. Like a big. I mean, I've always in LA before, but this was like. This is like it's, a city. It's hard to get the big city feel in LA because it's like it's so spread out. Yeah, it's like sprawl. Yeah, uh, San Francisco is dense. It was yeah. you know there's tall buildings ever, everywhere. For sure. Oh, oh.
weird noise? That was Penny. That scared me to death. That scared oh me to gosh. death, too. I thought about, somebody like, was trying to get in our house. Is it, it still recording? Like. Yeah. It was okay. Just, oh yeah, Pen- Penny was... Me too. <laughs> that was freaky. Ugh. Uh, my heart's like racing. No, Penny was trying to jump out the window because she wanted to be out here. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. Oh, great, Penny. Um, I think she's barking because we live by a church and there's a parking lot across the street and they're doing something in the parking yeah. lot. Like they're just getting in their cars. And she's I really like, thought I had to punch somebody just now. I know. I was like, I was like, when you ran, I was like looking around. I'm like, should I go get Juliet? Should I grab this beer bottle and hit somebody? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> should I break this? We're like on this. edge in our city. I know. Well, I'm like, is it bad that every time I'm like in our house, I look in every room to see what the heaviest object is and like where the exits are? I'm like, okay, I can hit someone with that, and I can get out that way. Mm-hmm. Like, that is such a bad way to be. I know. I don't want to live like that. Yeah. I'm glad we have the monitor out here, though. Uh, yeah. That's good news. <sighs> Man. Anyway. So, I should I talk off. more about San Francisco, or should we talk about crime in Albuquerque? I don't know what we should talk anyway. about, but my heart is racing. Yeah. Take a breath. Um, well, San Francisco. So, we're walking around, and... You know, we have no idea where we are in the city, but there are a lot of people walking around. There are a lot of, like, little shops. Can I make a request really fast? Sure. It is so hot out here. Mm-hmm. Can we go walk over to that waiting pool and just... I need to put my feet in there. Sure. Thank you. Um, like that. Right. I like sweating. Like mm-hmm. church. This is, like, not okay. hmm Excuse my French. I will excuse your French all day long. Ooh. So, um... We were in San Francisco, and uh, there are all these shops everywhere. You know, they they had like bootlegged, whatever, bootlegged stuff. Yeah, like bootleg DVDs, um, bootleg whatever. And as me and Joe were walking down the street, I don't feel like it. I was in the pool all day today. Um, as we were walking down the street. This guy. Oh my gosh! If it's not kids, it's dogs. Huh? Yeah. Penny. Who is this? Those are sunglasses. They're they're baby sunglasses. Luke, <laughs> Luke, Luke thinks they're goggles. Which, by the way, I think I think we should get him some le- legit goggles. <laughs> I was wondering. Um, okay. but they're baby sunglasses, it's like the little rope around the sunglasses, so it stays on the baby. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we're walking down the street with all these like bootleg stuff around us. And some dude, like really sketchy looking dude, just like like pops up right in front of me and Joe, and he was like, "I suck your D for five dollars." And, like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like totally, I mean, of course, I was like thrown off. I was like, "What the did you heck?" Tell the band about it? Did I do what now? Did you go tell the band about it? The band. Yeah, you're a band geek. No, I I did not. Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's not freak out our dogs. I just didn't realize this was a Um, no, I did not. But it was definitely, gross? it was definitely gross and creepy and freaky and Ooh. everything really? in between. Yeah, there's a lot of creepers out there. There's a lot of creepers mm-hmm. out there. I just, I don't know. People are interesting. So, I'm really pondering the idea of going back to school. You mm-hmm. know this. I'm in the process of uh, right. doing some things to see if that'll happen. And I'm going to study criminal well, forensic psychology. 
I was working on my degree in criminal justice, but I'm actually more interested in like the psychology mm -hmm. behind people's minds and why they do things, not the actual act of the crime itself. Um, so yeah, I think this kind of stuff, like deviant behavior, is super interesting. Hmm. I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. Right. <laughs> true Crime Garage is one of my favorites. Hmm. Um, criminal, this is criminal. Um, did you like cereal? I did. That's like the most, most famous one, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what? I think it's, honestly, like in my opinion, I think cereal was good. It wasn't amazing. It was just the first of its kind. Like that's why it was such a big deal. Because it was like the first type of podcast that really happened like that and came out like that and was like in like little segments and, you know, mm -hmm. it was sort of like the first real true crime podcast to make it. Right. So I think that's kind of why. I This last one, the last um, season of Serial, I really didn't think it was that interesting. Hmm. Like, it was okay. It was hmm. about a military, the military guy that like... Yeah, the guy that deserted or whatever. Yeah. And I... It, I don't know. I have a hard time getting into stuff like that as it is, but I don't know. It was okay. I'm, it'll be interesting to see what the next uh, segment is and what they decide to do it on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I like True Crime Garage. I like, um, <laughs> there's one called Real Murder. I know that sounds so bad. I hate telling people I like Real Murder. Um, but it's a podcast about like this guy from Canada. He interviews true crime authors about the books they write. And so a lot of times the authors will have a little bit of insight into like the crimes they're writing about that they're not seeing in the book. So you learn about like what's in the book, but you also learn about the crime itself and like the case and why they chose to write the book. And it's kind of interesting because you get a little bit of a different perspective. Um, Cause a lot of times I'm just like nerding out on some true crime. Sorry. Like <laughs> a lot of times people like they only hear like the really sensationalized cases, like your John Benet Ramsey's or your Jack the Ripper's, you know, what's the like guy that. on Netflix? Um, Brandon Dassey. Oh yeah, and uh, and Stephen Steve Avery. Steve Avery, yeah. You know that, that was, was interesting. Interesting, but again, it was kind of like just the way it was done was sort of like for the time, mm -hmm. for the time, like two years ago. It was okay. Um, there's, I think that that documentary is probably a lot more interesting for people who are interested in like law. There's bugs eating. Yeah, mosquitoes. I think maybe Let's you should go, go with them. Pull. Because they definitely violated some serious, like, laws, and they, and they went through some loopholes and stuff. Um, and so that in itself is kind of an interesting thing because of, like, how they handled the case. Um, but I don't think the crime itself is that, is that interesting. And that's not to minimize, like, the victims or anything like that. I just think that... They were trying to prove that he was like some kind of like innocent guy that got screwed by the system, and I don't think they did a very good job. So. So they were like, they were biased. Um, they were a little biased, but also like Brendan Dassey, like <laughs> that whole thing, like he and I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. It's been a while since I've looked at that case or listened to it, but he like had the something like the cognitive resonance of like a, they said like a twelve year old or something. Mm -hmm. He was an adult. So he was coerced into a confession, which is against the law. Um, there were some things that were done, like, in his investigation that were totally, like, not okay. Mm -hmm. And he ended up getting sentenced for something that really, like, he should have, they should have allowed a lawyer to be present. They should have allowed a lot of different things. They didn't. And so, hmm. I don't know. I think that it was just, 
maybe on his behalf it was a little bit of an injustice. I'm sure he was involved, but I also think he was probably, um, he didn't have the mental intelligence or understanding of what was actually happening to right. him. And yeah. I think that if he did commit the crime, or mm -hmm. he helped with the crime, he probably didn't, I don't want to say he didn't understand that it was wrong. He probably knew that it was wrong, but he probably didn't understand that he had a choice mm -hmm. either. Yeah. So well, that was an interesting series, though. Opinion. Um, yeah. So you're going to go back to school? Yep, I, I'm hoping yeah. to. I hope I can hack it. So that's another thing that I think about all the time. Not just like your school, but yeah. finding purpose and how those sorts of things take a backseat to kids. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm glad you're doing it. It's hard because... When you're a mom, there's this, like, unspoken balance issue of, like, mm -hmm. and Western, I don't know, Western parents, Western mothers especially, tend to give and give and give of themselves in an almost unhealthy way to parenting to where it becomes their full identity. And that doesn't happen in other countries. Um, you know, you see women, like, in third world countries like going back and and like working in the fields after they have a newborn and the newborn's like strapped to her back and she's still doing what she does that's nuts it is nuts to us but like women in western culture have this like preoccupation with being the perfect mom and like having the perfect pinterest birthday party and like making sure their child has the quote-unquote perfect childhood and there's no such thing i mean like you can't create this idyllic thing because you're learning who you are as an adult mm -hmm. and as a parent and as a mom along with your kids growing. So there's no right. like, you know, it's it just... It comes back to balance, I think. Well, there's, there's these expectations that are put on you, like from the beginning, that are unreal. Mm-hmm. You hear some more noises? I, yeah. What kind, of, what kind of noises? I don't know, dogs probably. Yeah. But it's like, and we have, you know, in the United States too, like we have the highest amount of women with postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Like, why is that? Maybe it's because we have these societal expectations to, like, be everything and be at 110% all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's unrealistic. I sort of feel like being a mom has forced me to reevaluate my priorities, which is a good thing. You know, like, of course I love my kids. But, hey, I really do want to finish my degree. And that's yeah. something that, like, I, I, I had always thought, like, yeah, someday I'll do it. But it was never, like, someday. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that I think that us as parents, I think we're figuring this out now that we we have three kids. The oldest is five. Yeah. Um, I think we're figuring this out that we can be better parents to them if we. I mean, we real. We realize that being a parent is a huge sacrifice. Like you're sacrificing a ton, doing it, and you have to if you want to be a good parent. Like you do sacrifice a lot of stuff, but. In order to be a better parent, you do have to take some time to, to balance your life. yeah balance your life and and then not stop growing and developing yourself. Well, you have to have that's exactly it. You have to have a sense of self as a parent. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of women, like that's exactly what they lose when they have a kid mm -hmm. because they go from being, um, you know, Lindsay Dominguez, like who does this and this and this, to mom Lindsay Dominguez, mom, right. And that's not a and bad mom thing. Is, mom is huge, by the way. I'm not going to say... I of mean, course. But I mean, it's not... You were somebody before you were a mom. Mm -hmm. You were something before you were somebody's mom. Mm -hmm. 
And you shouldn't lose who that something is because that's what made you decide to have children in the first place. Right. And eventually your kids are going to be something hmm. before their parents. And they're going to be their own individual people. And they're not going to need you to be mom as much. Hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Do you think it's different for dad? I don't know. I've never been a dad. I mean, do you think that, like, have I lost some identity, you think? Um, or, or is it more so, like, societal pressures and stuff for mom? No, I think dads lose identity, too. I think that dads, the expectation shifts, maybe, um, more to, like, provider mode, probably, hmm. than, it, than it did before. Yeah. I think before kids, we definitely had, like, a balance, but it was, like, your primary focus was, like, leisure mode, you know? And Before that's what, kids? Yeah. Like, leisure mode. And that's fine. You didn't have kids. But, like, when you have kids, it's like an, oh, crap, like, survival provider. Like, I have a family. I have offspring. I have to provide for them. And I think for the man, and I'm not saying this to be sexist or anti-feminist or anti-woman, because oh. some people will take it that way. But there's a certain innate need in a man and a husband to provide, I think, for his family. Like, you've told me that, so I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. Like, I think that it really is, like, a need that men feel. It's a pressure. Yeah. Or a drive, maybe. Maybe I'm just not woke. <laughs> what do you mean? Have you heard that term, woke? Yeah, I've heard it, but what do you mean? Like, what context maybe, are you may, maybe, maybe I have this feeling because I... Because I'm, like, Chris Hemingsworth and you're a damsel and a damsel damsel in distress and I have to save you or something because that's the way that's the way I was like brought up or something it's not even about that though you don't have to save me you just have to be a good dad to your kids and what does being a good dad to your kids mean it means right. providing for them emotionally mm -hmm. it means providing for them with your time giving mm -hmm. them giving them time you know because Diego. I, I think there's still crappy dads out there that provide like financially for their mm -hmm. kids but they're never there right Right. And so they're not providing emotionally for their kids, and their ki and kids need that, you sure. know. And as a mom, I think it's the same kind of thing, but it's more like you have to provide the nurturing and the balance and the day to day stuff, which I am not good at. Like, you have to provide the structure and stability that kids need, and that's the hardest part because when you're someone like me, stability makes you insane. <laughs> like I. What do you mean? Well, like I love to be kind of like. A wanderer. I would love to just kind of... A vagabond? Yes. <laughs> a, tra a wayward traveler, if you will. Um, no, I, I like my time in coffee shops sitting and like pondering things or doing some writing or reading. I like time to do art. I like time to go like just dick around. Excuse the French again. Jeez. Hey, our, our podcast is an explicit... I know, but I don't need to maximize the explicitness. Um, I like to wander around and just kind of see where the day goes. And with kids, I feel like I am, I have like shackles on. I have mm -hmm. a leash on. You know, I mm -hmm. can't do those things. And so it's hard because I have to provide positivity and emotional stability for them and structure for them. And I don't mind doing that because I love them. But at the same time, like when I hit that level where I'm like, I just need some freedom, mm -hmm. I sometimes can't take it. Right. And it's, it's just like someone jerking the leash back. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. Well, kudos to you for, like, expressing that because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people won't even express that because they feel guilty about it. That's they, Western they, society again. They feel again. guilty about their, about their feelings. It's, it is okay to be a human being. It is not okay to be a crappy human being. I think that being honest mm -hmm. is being a human being. Being a crappy human being would be doing those things and knowing they're not okay 
mm -hmm. still doing them anyway because it's all about me and not my kids. Right. Like, there are some moms that go, you know, like, and I'm not bashing single moms. Single moms do a lot. But there are some single moms that I know that will, you know, kids go to grandma and grandpa's on the weekend and mm -hmm. they go out and do whatever. Right. I think that's really bad parenting. Yeah. And they might be burnt out, too. Of course they are. And they do need a break. They do need a break. But is that a construct? Is that constructive, like, to your life as a parent? I think that might be parent? human nature, too, though. Because yeah. I can I can relate it to a different situation. Like, as far as... I'm probably as, being really judgmental because I'm not in that spot. Well, that's okay. I mean, you, that's, a, that's an observation. And being a parent is hard. And having self-control is hard but needed. Yeah. Um, but, so, for me, I really want to diet right i want to i want to have i would i was doing the ketogenic diet for a long time and right. i lost a lot of weight not i mean it was a good chunk of weight it was last it was last year yeah. um and i've i've tried to get back on my my diet it's so um hard with kids. and it, it's it's hard in general yeah. to have that self-control but what i what i end up doing is i'm on the diet cool i'm one day two day three day and then the fourth day i'm like Forget it. I'm like, F it. Yeah. And then I eat a whole pizza. Not a whole pizza, but... I could easily eat a whole pizza. No shame here. Or I drink a shot of bacon grease or something. Oh, Actually, that's, that, that, would, that would be ketogenic. That healthy. disgusting. That would be, that would be legit ketogenic. You your coffee and no. it or what? Then, then me and Oprah go on a, on a bread binge or something. Uh. Um, but I can see that with a single mom who is like momming it up all week. Yeah. And then, oh, grandma and grandpa have them. Man... I just need to get Let loose. Yeah. But it's it. it's all about self control though. I mean that's I mean that's how human nature is, I guess. Yeah. I mean being a mom changes you and it, it mm -hmm. it's hard. It's just it's hard. <laughs> yeah, being being a parent. I was like a party animal mm -hmm. back in the day and it's being so a human funny. is funny. Yeah. <clears throat> Not just being a parent, like being married. Like we look back at our conversation last night. <laughs> we wanted to murder each other. Yeah. And but then again, you have kids, and that changes the whole dynamic, too. Like, you don't want to mm -hmm. fight in front of them, but you have to solve your problems. And I think I think having kids kind of inhibits us from communicating the way we should sometimes. Because it's like, oh, I don't want to say that around the kids. Oh, I don't want to, you know. And so you, mm -hmm. you hold it in, and then you wait for the right time to say it. But because your kids are there all the time, there yeah. is no right time to say it. Maybe there's a right way to say it. I don't know. There, there has to be some sort of system because... Yeah. A lot of times when we're dealing with like a some code, con yeah, I mean, pig Latin or something. Eight way, eighter lay. I I checked out a book in elementary school about how to do pig Latin. There's like a bunch of different ways, but um. I know how to speak pig Latin. I'm fluent in. See, I don't understand why people just didn't learn another language, like learn Spanish or something. Maybe we should just learn Spanish and and yeah. talk to you anyway. Well, um, yeah. but yeah, like if we have conflict, we don't want to deal with that conflict in front of our kids. Right. But then that conflict festers at the same time. Right. And at the same time, for me, I want to be able to show my kids that, yeah, conflict exists. But there's and a healthy way this to is, solve it. This is the right way to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. This, and is, this is the right way to work through that conflict. And then again, there's the question of, like, where is the balance? Mm -hmm. Like, where is the balance? And that's like, I mean, yesterday that was a big part of it. Like, we didn't even have a chance to decompress from our day. No, we just like, we, we were just like, hey, let's. This we is something tense. that we'd like to do. Let's start doing it together. And my goodness, well, I had like a really bad you day wanted at to work, like, and I needed time to like like process that. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, like you, 
weren't giving me that space to like comprehend and process it. The kids mm-hmm. weren't giving me that space. I was edgy already and I just needed a little bit of time to like kind of sort out the day mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't get it. And then it was like, let's do a podcast. And I'm like, how about no? You know, and I just sort Did of... Did you say how about no? I said I don't really want to, but... You said you agreed to it. I know I that. agreed to it reluctantly. I didn't really want to do it. Yeah. But anyway, see, now we can talk about it like civilized human beings. Mm-hmm. No, you don't want to hug my neck with your hands forcefully. Yeah, that's true. Uh, except but, for the one thing I will say, the one thing about being a mom, this is the kicker right here. Mm-hmm. You're going to laugh at me. Okay. They don't do this to you. They do this to me. Whenever I I realize that. I I do see it. No. Whenever I have anything, anything that is mine, like I am going to take a bath. I am going to drink a cup of coffee. I am going to eat something because I'm hungry. Like it it could be anything. It could be like the grossest, nastiest vegetables, but because it's mine. (laughs) They want it. They want it. And I get so pissed because I am like, you do not care about this except for the fact that it's mine. Yeah. And because it's mine, now you want it. Yeah. And that makes me so angry because I just... Well, you're loved. Look on the flip you. side of the coin. No, I know I am. Um, I know I am. I just... It's like there are times when I'm like, I just want to eat this so, like, apple and not have to share it with you and your nasty, you slobbery little fingers. You can think about it in the way that we come home, too. Like, think about when I come home, kids are like, hey, dad, hi, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like chopped liver. Chopped liver. Mm-hmm. When you come home, not only do they like say hi, they all three of them start to cry because That's they want. That's terrifying. You. I'm not Justin Bieber. Like, calm you're down. like they're, you're like they're they're like a superstar to them. They're like your biggest fans, <laughs> That's and they just terrifying. want. Like Juliet, she just starts crying, and <laughs> Riley starts crying, and like hold me. Yeah, he does say that. Hold you. Hold you, and then yeah. right, and then of course Luke sees all this commotion. He's like, you know, like wants some of the some of the Luke action. Luke likes to headbutt. When he feels affectionate, which is, I'm not okay with mm-hmm. that. You know what's really scaring me about Luke? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I'm getting, um, maybe I need some advice. Email us, fans, all the fans, email us at, um. Do we have an email? We have an email, yeah. Oh. It is parentingversuspodcast at gmail.com. Oh. Parenting vs. Podcast at gmail.com. So, Luke, what he'll do sometimes is he'll do something. Um, like he'll hit or something, or or he'll mm-hmm. he'll squirt me with the squirt gun, or whatever, and then he he immediately realizes like he did something bad, so then he'll hit himself, or today he squirted me, and I was like, no, I don't want you to squirt me, so he started to like point the squirter at him, and squirting himself, and I was like, that's Luke, that's part of the age. Do not do that. You don't have to squirt yourself. Like he wanted to punish himself, and I was, and, I, it, and I felt really. It's part of the age. It's th- when they are five and six. Do you know mm-hmm. why they say that's not fair all the time? Mm-hmm. Because they are trying to work out a sense of justice. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying that like, like that's an actual psychological thing. At the age, they are trying to understand what is right and what is fair. Hmm. They're trying to work out ju- the idea of, of justice, like social justice. Right. So it's it's the age part of it. Oh, okay. So he he's, he's probably at the part where he's thinking like, okay, so if I squirted somebody, like... Yeah. I should do it to myself. How would I like it if I did right. it to me? That's how it feels to the other person. It's it makes sense. It, yeah, I would. It just kind of scares me as a dad. Like, 
I saw him hit, I think he hit Riley or something, because Riley was trying to take his Legos or something. Yeah. And he, like, hit, he got really frustrated and upset, and he hit him, and then he looked at me right away to see if I was looking, and I was looking, mm -hmm. and of course I was gonna, I was gonna discipline him, mm -hmm. but then he said, he said, right away, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Riley, and then he started to hit himself, and I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to hit yourself, just don't do that, you understand, we just don't do that, like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's the age, but you might want to sit down and have a conversation with him about that, and just tell him, like, that's not how people... Mm -hmm. say they're sorry or that's not how people fix things right they fix things with their words mm -hmm. i think i will yeah well anyway yeah my throat's getting kind of sore i i would drink tea but it's so hot outside well we can go inside where there's air conditioning i don't want to drink tea in there either mm -hmm. i think i want to watch something yeah let's watch something yeah yeah um <clears throat> good news is we didn't get robbed tonight mm-hmm that, yeah. was, that was pretty freaky. I had my, my heart was racing. Like, it really well, I was. Like I, thought I, him, I, I thought I was going to have to go in and tackle somebody. That was kind of nuts. I I would commit murder for my kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if somebody broke into this house, I would have no problem. And I know that sounds really jacked up. But, no, like... That, that sounds really... I would protect my mom. family. Like, I would I would die trying. You know what I mean? If well, I had, that is... Like, if it was my time to come, great. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to die fighting. Like, yeah. no, no, that's... So that that goes to your instinct. That's ingrained into your DNA. I can lift a car if I want to. That's ingrained into your <laughs> DNA. Think about, think about any animal. I mean, not any animal. There's some animals who have kids and then they just like peace eat out, them? Oh. or they eat them, or they eat them. Some some moms <laughs> so eat, some mom, some moms have to like. You know, like, get get some protein. I would love to know, like, how that is explained in like the scientific, like the animal kingdom. Like, well, why do they eat their young? So I, I have an idea. Can we? We'll, we'll talk about it later. Well, no, no, let's talk about I'm it. Trying to wrap it up here. Well, no, that, we have something to say. Let's uh, let's finish it. Gosh, why do animals eat their young? Um, okay. So I would say that the that the moms that have lots and lots and lots and lots of babies, yeah, have a good chance of having at least one or two of them survive. Yeah. The, for, know, for in order for one? them, in order for them to survive, yeah, they'll they'll eat one of their young, whatever. So it's like it's like natural selection, but within the family unit. It's just, it's just survival. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if you are a human and you have one baby at a time, you're going to defend that baby, like, with your life. Yeah, of course. Or if you're a mama bear and you have two cubs, cause, yeah. because bears usually have about two cubs. Yeah. Um, they're going to they're gonna defend that baby. Mm -hmm. Or even birds. Like, like, owls have maybe one or two eggs. Maybe three. Here's what happens when there's three, though. Can oh, I tell you something interesting? I hear the monitor. Hold on. That's okay. If there's if there's three owl eggs, a lot of times the third egg, uh -huh. the the third hatchling, will be really weak, mm -hmm. and small, and one of the other chicks. They'll push it out of the nest. No, it'll eat it. Oh, gross! Yeah, That's super gross. So, but if you have if you're like a spider, that has thousands of spider you know, babies. Spider babies, like what's one little spider? I'm gonna eat that little 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 jerk. Gross. But um. So this has been a fun talk. Yeah, it's been a fun talk. <laughs> and I think our longest one, anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, with that, I am gonna say goodnight because the crickets are chirping, my throat is killing me, and I need to go inside where I'm not getting eaten by mosquitoes. Okay. Good night. Ciao.